We begin today the Gemara towards the bottom of Nunamid Beis, about eight, nine lines up from the bottom of the Yamud, where it says Tanan. So the Gemara here brought the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel regarding the damage that happens in a boy. What's the Iker reason the Torah was Machaya for the damage in a boy? The whole Chiyav of the damage in a boy is a Chiddush because the boy doesn't belong to you. So the Torah is Machaya for the damage. Rav says the Iker is the Hevel, the, the, the air, the fumes that there is in the boy. That's the main reason for the Chiyav. Shmuel says, no, the Ikka reason for the Chiyav is the Chabota, the bang, the impact that happens when the animal falls in into the bird. So the Gemara brings from the Mishnah here, that in the beginning, further up on the Amud, that uh, will be a question over here on this Machlaikis. Tanan, so the Mishnah said, Hoi fachim, the bird is not ten Tvachim deep. donkey fall in, umeis and dies, Pater. So because it's not deep enough, you Pater. But Vim Huzak boy. If it was only damaged, then chayiv. It's not deep enough to cause that it should die, but it's deep enough that it can cause damage, so for that you are responsible. Oh, so yeah, so, so if it falls in and it dies, so you'll be potter. So what's the reason to make a distinction as far as the depth of the bird is concerned? My timer, what, the only re- way to explain this distinction, the difference in, in, in depth, as far as the hevel is concerned, the chayiv, there shouldn't be a difference. The only difference is the impact. If it's deeper, then it has a stronger bang, a stronger impact. So this proves that what Shmuel said, that the main, uh, uh, actually, this is actually a shaila on both. I think this is a shaila only on Shmuel. You see over here that uh, Yechayev only for the Chabote. Because even Shmuel said before that Yechayev for the Hevel and also for the Chabote, for both. But over here in the Mishnah, you see that the difference between 10 Tvachim and less than 10 Tvachim is because with less than 10, there's no Chabote. So that's the only Chiyav. Says the Gemara, Loi, that's not uh, the Pshad in our Mishnah. The less Pehavla, the less deep it is, the less fumes, the less Hevel there is that causes the animal to get damaged. But if that's the case, when it, if, if, it's, if the issue over here is that there's less Hevel, when the Mishnah says, but when it dies, you're going to be Potter. But if it gets damaged, you're going to be Chayev. But how less Pehavla? You're telling me that there's no Havla in that depth. The way the Gemara is understanding this now is that. Only a certain depth you have those negative fumes. But if you don't have the, the, that depth, then there's no hevel at all. It's not, it's not like an impact. Impact, when there's a bang, you can, you can be mechalik, ten tvachim, there's, there's a stronger impact, nine, there's less. That's understood that there's different degrees. But l'chayda, regarding the hevel, so either there is hevel or there isn't hevel. So the Gemara says, no, it doesn't work like that. Omri, they explained, ain havlo lemise. When the bird is not ten tfachim, so there's not enough hevel to cause that the animal should uh, should not uh, uh, die, should should die that is. But v'yesh havel in the zakim, but there's enough hevel in the bird which could cause the animal to be damaged. Okay, I'm not going to go into the whole union barichas again, but I explained already yesterday what Rishayim said that the concept of hevel is that the animal is in a place which is dark and there's fumes there which causes the animal when it falls in that it can't position itself to fall upright to save itself from being damaged or or or, or die. That's the concept of Hevel. So there's different degrees of this Hevel as well, what, what, when an animal falls in. Says the Gemara the following story. There was an a ox that fell into a water ca- canal that's made to irrigate the fields. And so the owner took it out, and he took out the animal and he shechted this animal. Shechted that is. The, the, animal, the owner of the animal shechted it. So Rav Nachman came and said that this animal is treif. Once it fell into this water canal, it must have gotten damaged to the point that it's treif. 
<coughs> okay, now Rashi explains, we'll see this in the continuation of the Gemara, how deep is this water canal? This water canal in Lashon Kodesh is called an Amasamayim. Amasamayim, why is it called Amasamayim? Because an Amma, it was, it was wide an Amma and deep an Amma. What's the depth of an Amma? Each Amma is six Tfachim, which means it's, it fell into the, this animal, fell, fell into this water canal, which is only deep six Tfachim. And because of this, Rav Nachman said that the animal got damaged to such a degree that it can't live for 12 months, and therefore it's treif. So now, Omar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, If this owner of this ox would spend a little money and buy himself some flour so he should have some food to eat, and then so he'll have some food and take a vacation and go to learn the Bismedrash. Then he would learn the following halacha. If after you took it out from this fall and you see that it could live for 24 hours, so then you know that the impact wasn't so bad and it, it could, it's, it's not a trefe. But you have to be able, you have to wait all that 24-hour period to be able to ascertain that. And he didn't wait. So if, but if he would have learned, then he would have known this halacha. He wouldn't lose now his ox that he shechted and now his treif, which is worth much more, it's worth kamakabi, much more than that little flower that he should have bought for himself and gone to learn teireh. But the Gemara now says, what do we see from the story? So we see Rav Nachman holds, that when there's an impact, it can cause the animal to become a treif, even though it fell into this canal, which is only six tvachim deep, less than ten tvachim. So Eisvei Rav Le Rav Nachman, Rav asks Rav Nachman, but the Mishnah clearly said, If it's less than ten tefachim and it falls in, so you'll be potter. My time, what's the pshat in the Mishnah? Lav mishum the less bechabata. Isn't the pshat because when it falls into that depth, there's no there's no impact that it could become a trefer, can't die, can't become a trefer. So Rav Nachman answers, no, that's not the pshat. Loi mishum the less bechavla. In our Mishnah, like we said before, according to Rav, or even according to Shmuel as well, the reason is because it doesn't have, when it's so, uh, when it's not, it's so shallow, it doesn't have that depth of ten tvachim, it doesn't have the hevel, the fumes. That's the issue. It will become a trefa because of the chabata, and therefore it's going to be uh, um, to eat. but as far as the owner of this, or not the owner, the one that dug the bird to be chayiv for it, he's chayiv only if there's the fumes over here. And if and if if it doesn't have that depth, then it doesn't have the hevel. That's why the Mishnah said you putter. So regarding bur you putter, but regarding the animal itself, it got that chabata. It true, it got it from karka ilam. So the 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 balabur is putter, but it got that chabata. So therefore, it's going to be treif. So says the Gemara again. The same question I asked before. Iachi, if you're telling me that if it's only six tefachim deep, it doesn't have this hevel. So who's like boy Why does the Mishnah say that if it was damaged, you're chayiv? havla. If it's not ten tefachim deep, there's no hevel. Amalei ain't hevel misa. Doesn't have hevel that will cause the animal to die. But v'yesh hevel nizakim. But it does have enough hevel to cause it to be damaged. So the same shot like we said before in the Mishnah. Another question on Rav Nachman. So again, the point you see over here is that even if you fall into a depth that's just six tefachim deep, it can cause the animal to die or to become a trefer. So the question was asked on Rav Nachman when it comes to the to giving a person skila. So from where, from how high of a rooftop do you throw him down by this uh, skila? So the place where he threw the person, where the bezin threw the person down from was high shtekaimis, two heights of a person, two, two floors. And then on that the Braisa adds, when they threw him down, they threw him down, he was standing. 
So you have also the height of this person himself that they threw down, and then he falls and he bangs his head. So that's Harekan Shalish. So it's the th really three heights of the height of a person, and that's from how tall of a place they throw him down. But the question is, why does it have to be from so high? If you're going to say, that the impact could cause the person to die or the animal to die, even if it's less than 10 Tfachim, why is it necessary to have such a high place that they're throwing him down from? So the Gemara says, this is not a question only on Rav Nachman. According to you, you're asking a question from here on Rav Nachman, ask Pachlal, why do you have to have three, the heights of three heights of a person you can just throw him down from 10 Tfachim, which is much less than that. Even if you're going to say it, not less than 10, but from 10 Tfachim, should be, it should be enough. Ella, the reason is why they made it so high is Kirav Nachman, like something else that Rav Nachman said. The Torah says, You have to love your fellow like yourself. And what this means is, even a yid, it's chayv skila, but you have to throw him down from a higher place so that if he's dying, he should die immediately. He shouldn't be with any suffering. Not from a lower place where he can, he'll die also, but it's not going to be as, as, as quick. So therefore, haf applies here as well. That's why it's from a higher place. In fact, if that's the case, maybe should be higher even than two floors and then his height as well. It should be even higher so he should die even quicker. Answers the Gemara, no. That's also because Mishum de Minvil. If he falls from too high, then his body is going to splatter. And it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's also a hepech, his, his honor. So therefore, we throw him the Chazal, this is the height. Two kaimis plus the kaim of the person. Another question was asked of Nachman that says that even if you fall from a height, that's not ten tfachim, you could still die, you can still become a trefem. So by, this is by the halacha of the mitzvah of putting a maka a gate, a fence around your uh, roof. So it says in the Pasuk, So that a person should not fall from the roof onto the ground. So what do we learn from this? The reason to put up this fence is because you may fall from the roof down into the street. But you don't have to put a fence to block that someone shouldn't fall from outside into your rooftop. What does that mean? Someone falling onto your rooftop. The Rishusarabim is on a high hill. And then your, your house is built right there near the Rishusarabim going down, the bottom of the hill. So then someone can fall from the street down into your rooftop, which is lower down. For that potter, for that you're going to be potter. You don't have to put up a fence for that. That's where the Pasuk, only Mimenu, not if someone falls from the street into your house. But When do you have to put... A, a fence on your roof, if the street is lower, is deeper down than 10 Tfachim from your house, from your rooftop, and and someone fell from your rooftop into the street, then for that you chayef. That's where you have to put up the, the, the fence to block that a person shouldn't fall down. The roof to the roof? Or the no, the roof to the street, into the Shusarab. But the, that's one case. Then there's another case where the rooftop is 10 Tfachim higher than the Shusarab. So in such a case, that's when you have to put up the fence. So now, what's the question on Rav Nachman? If you're going to say there's a chabot, there's the impact. And here Rav Nachman said, the animal becomes a treifa, even if it falls from less than 10 tfachim. So why are we saying that the to put up a fence on your rooftop is only if the rooftop is 10 tfachim high? It should be even less than that. So he answered him, Shani bias. 
A house is different. The chol paches masar alav bayis. So the chiv that the Torah says to put up a fence on your roof is if it's a house. It's a house. People live there, and then on the rooftop you have to put up a fence. But if you have a, a structure that's less than ten tefachim, it's not called a house. And therefore, even though yeah, if people go on top of this, you can fall, and uh, they have to chabata. You could get uh, you can become a trefer by the animal from this. But nevertheless, it's not a bias. So here the Torah wasn't mechayiv to put up a fence. If that's the issue over here, that it's not a bias, so that should be measured by the interior of the house to see if there's ten tvachim inside. So you're saying that when you have the ten tvachim on top of the roof, and that's when it's a bias, but if you deduct from this height of ten tvachim the actual roof itself, the plaster, the different whatever layers there are in the roof itself, so then, so inside the house, it's not ten tefachim high. What you're saying is that according to Rav Nachman, as far as the impact, if you fall, is concerned, it doesn't have to be ten tefachim high. The height of ten tefachim is also it should be a bias. So if so, ten tefachim should not be high enough because then the interior is not ten tefachim high. You deduct the width, the width or the thickness of the roof; it's not ten tefachim high inside. So he answered, Now inside, so he dug into the ground, and therefore inside there is ten tefachim high. And then you have on the roof ten tefachim. So even though you deduct the, that thickness of the roof itself, but he dug inside the ground, inside the house, so it is ten tefachim in the house. But the Gemara says, but if that's the case, you come back to the original question. Even if the height of the roof is not ten tefachim, you should still be chayv to put up a fence. Uh, because like Rav Nachman said, even if it falls from a place which is not ten tefachim high, it will, the chabata will, will, will cause it to die or to become a trefa. And are you going to say that it's not a bias? So he just has to dig into the ground inside the house, deeper. So it is going to be ten tefachim inside the house. And on the outside, even if it's not ten tefachim high, you should still be chayev according to Rav Nachman. So because of this question, the Gemara retracts its understanding of what Rav Nachman said, and it gives a different hezber. Elo, time Rav Nachman. The reason for Rav Nachman is different. Not like we said before that Rav Nachman holds that an impact less than 10 Tvachim could cause death. And the only reason why the Bala Bair is potter is because there's no Hevel. No, no, the hezber is different. So Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman holds as follows. Similar to the point that we said before regarding Skila. So what did it say before in the Braise? That when the person is thrown down from the rooftop, he's thrown down standing. So because he's thrown down standing, so it's not only shtei kaimis, you have to measure the height of the person himself. And if he falls down and he bangs his head on the ground, so he's falling from a height of his own kaima as well. His own height as well has to be measured. It's the same thing with an animal. So Rav Nachman holds, if the animal is standing near this bar, and then in the standing position, it falls into this bar. So if you measure from the from the kreiser of the tutor, from the stomach of the of the sacks to to, to the to the ground, from where then how it fell in, kamahava. How much is the height from from the top of the body of the of the ox? And then when it falls into the pit, so the the height of the ox itself is arba. It's for Tvachim. So Arisa did Aloi, and then this canal, this water canal that the, that the ox fell in over there, Kamahava, how deep is it? Shita. It's six Tvachim, as I mentioned. Amma is six Tvachim. So Ha'asara. So together, the height of the ox itself, because it, it, it fell in from a standing position, and it fell into, the, into this canal, which is six Tvachim. So together, it fell, and the impact is from a height of ten Tvachim. So therefore, you do have ten Tvachim. That the impact is ten tefachim. 
So, hello, Masnissen de Ketani, de Mishneh, that says, Ma Boisha Kedelahom is Yutvachim, Av Kolshi Yeshba Kedelahom is Yutvachim. So, our Mishneh said that a boy has to be ten Tvachim deep in order that you should be high for the impact that happens here. But over, over here we're saying that it doesn't have to be ten Tvachim deep because over here we're saying that you have to measure also the height of the animal itself that adds to the impact when it falls in. So, Bishit and Amisak, it should be enough to be, that boy should be even enough if it's just six Tvachim deep. So Amri, so they answered, Masnisen the Igander Labayr. In the Mishnah, what it's saying is, if the animal is not standing, if the animal is lying and it's rolling and it rolls into the bayr, so you can't count the height of the animal itself, so there you have just the, the, the depth of the bayr, and that, then it has to be tent fachim. So from this Gemara, the conclusion of this Gemara, it seems like that the depth of a bird to be chayiv, to, for, the, for Misa, it doesn't have to be ten tvachim deep, only six tvachim deep. But there's a big machlekes rishenim about this. Some say that in the end of the day, this was all, Rav Nachman all said this regarding Trefa. And that's a chumra regarding the, the, the behemoth that was shechted. Regarding Trefa, we machmer that we combine the height of the animal itself and the depth of the bird to say that it has an impact, that it could become a Trefa. But when you get to the chiv of bird, rishenim say that still... You would be potter unless it actually has a depth of 10 tvachim. So, a boy that's owned by partners. So, the first partner was using it and then he, uh, he went away and he didn't cover this bar that's in the property here. Again, yeah. And now the second one used this bar and the second person didn't cover. So, again. The second person used the bird and he didn't cover it. Then It's the second person that's going to be chayiv. So we'll see in the Gemara what it's talking about. Rashi here brings one shot that the Gemara says, the first person, when he finished using the bird, so he gave it over, the second person was using it. When he, he didn't just walk away. If this first person stam walks away, then he's going to be responsible. But the second person was using it after him. So the fact that the first person didn't cover it, he's not going to be responsible. The second person will be responsible. Omri, so now the first thing over here was said to explain what does it mean a bar owned by partners? How, how is this bar owned by partners? Bar shishnei shutvin, heichi, mishkachasla, what's the example for this? This could be explained according to Rabbi Kiva's opinion, which we had before in the Gemara. The Omar Rabbi Kiva says, If you dig a bar in your shos, and then you mafka the area around so then people can walk there and people can end up falling into your bar, you chayev for that. <clears throat> so, so the case over here is that this is a property that's owned by the partners and there's a bird that's dug there so the bird is owned by these partners so the bird belongs by bo- to both of them as well they were mafka the rishus around the bird they were not mafka the bird itself and they're high for this Rabbi Kiva holds in such a case but if we're going to hold like the other opinion which was brought before which was Rabbi Shmuel according to one interpretation Rabbi Shmuel holds when you dig a bar in your shus and then you mafka the area around, you potter for any damage that happens because you could say to the people around, listen, I was mafka this area, but still, if you're coming here, it's going to be your responsibility to, to, to watch what's going on over here. So you potter for this. So what's the case of the bar that's owned by two shutfin? So again, so how is it? Uh, how is the case over here that Yechayiv and Shusarabim both you have two shutfin over here? So how do you have this bar of two shutfin in Shusarabim? Says the Gemara. Now, if you're going to say the case is either Shavu Shliach, so maybe there were two people that went and appointed someone to be their Shliach to go and dig a bar in the Shusarabim. 
So, so he's a shliach for two people. So therefore this is considered to be a bar of partners. And he dug the bar for them. But the Gemara says that can't be the case because we know the rule is Ein shliach There's no concept of shlichus for a dvar aveda. If you're going and telling someone to dig a bar in a shusarabim, which is an iser, it's a dvar aveda, there's no concept of shlichus of that. Why Rashi brings a famous expression, the Gemara says, It's the responsibility of the shliach that he did it for himself. You can't blame the mishalech. It's not related back to the mishalech. <coughs> Okay, so that can't be the case. Now, if you're going to say the case of here is simple. How do you have a boy of two partners? Well, the boy has to be 10 tochen deep. So two people dug, each one dug half of it. If you're going to say the case is the kara, Hayachamisha, one person dug five tochen, and Hayachamisha, the other person dug the other five tochen. That's not a boy of partners. Why not? Because Nistalka Lohu Maiserishin. In such a case, the first person that dug five tochen, that can't cause any death in it. The second person comes along and digs another five tochim. He now gave the depth of the bird that some that animal that falls in can die. So now this bird is totally the second person's bird. The first person's myself five tochim is gone. So it's also not a bird of partners. Now here the Gemara actually says it depends. It depends what happened for an animal that fell into the bird. Did the animal die? Did the animal get only injured in the bird? So now it will depend. Now the Gemara brings ha nichel we could answer that this is a bird of partners according to Rabbi Ulimizakin. If whatever fall in, if an animal that fell in over here got injured, so Mishkachaslo. So then, if one person digs five and the other person digs another five, this is considered to be a bird of partners. The Gemara is soon going to bring over here the source of exactly what Rabbi said. Now, Rabbi says this only regarding an injury. Then we say that this is considered to be a bird of partners, and they're both liable over here. But even according to Rabbi, Rabbi only said that regarding. So, something that fell in and got injured. But according to Rabbi, if what fell in died over there, so then only the second person that brought it to the depth of 10 that causes the death is, is liable. Not The first person is not liable at all for that. And according to the Rabbanan, and the Rabbanan hold, if one person dug five, the second person dug five, doesn't matter the animal that fell in, whether it got injured, whether it died, only the second person is high for this. So the question still remains, how is this a bird of partners? You had a bird that was nine tfachim deep, and there was one more layer of earth that has to be removed to bring it to ten. And two people together, they removed that last layer of earth, and they brought it to ten tfachim. So it was done together. So that's the bird of partners. They both together brought it to be ten tfachim. Now here the Gemara brings the source of this Machlaikis of Rabbi and Rabbanon regarding this situation. Where one person dug five tochim, the second person dug another five tochim, so who's chayver? My Rabbi or my Rabbanon, where is the Machlaikis of Rabbi and Rabbanon regarding two people that dug this bar? This was brought already earlier in the Masechta as well. The Tanya and Abraisa we learn, Echad Tisha that is. One person dug a bar nine tochim deep. Uba'achir, a second person comes along, ve'eshlimola and he digs that, that last tefach, which is ten tefachim, only the last person that brought it to ten tefachim. So he's the one that made it the bar. The bar now is his bar. Nine tefachim can cause a damage, cause an injury, but it can't cause death. Once you dig it in ten tefachim, now you bring it to the level of being a bar that causes death, it's your bar. So the second person's chayv. Rabbi, Rabbi says, well, it depends. If... Regarding what falls in and dies in it. So then we say that, that that relates to the second person that brought it to the depth of 10. 
because only by 10 could it die. But but if what fell in only got injured, so that the first one that dug it to the depth of nine, it's also going to be his boy. Because when he dug it nine, nine causes the injury. So now the other person dug it at ten. So yeah, he made it deeper, so it causes more of an injury. So both of them are going to be responsible for the injury here. Okay, so what Rebbe says makes a lot of sense. In such a case, they're both participating in the digging of this boy that causes the injury. So the Gemara explains, my time at the Rabbanon. What's the reason for the Rabbanon? Why did Rabbanon say that once the second person dug that 10th tefach, so for anything, both injury or death, it's all it's the second person's boy. Because the Amakra, the Pasuk says as follows, When the Pasuk speaks about a boy, it talks about two cases. When you open a boy, uncover, or you uh, dig the boy. So the question is, as the Gemara already asked before, if you're chayef for just uncovering a boy, for sure you're chayef for digging the boy. Why does it have to say both? Hello, what it's coming to say is, when one person digs, and he didn't dig fully, he only dug nine, and then the second person comes and digs the tenth tefach. So what the Pasuk over here is saying is, that when the second person digs and brings it to its full depth of ten, he's the one that's high. So even though it said already, it's saying that the one that digs that extra tefach, you sort of now become the, the possessed, the, the burn now is yours. Because you brought it to the ultimate depth that brings the, the death. So even though you can say that regarding the Zakin, still the first person has a participation in the depth of this bar. But no, once you bring the bar to that full depth, now it becomes yours completely. <clears throat> That's what you see here. That's why it said Kiyichre in the Pasik. But the Rebbe Yomalach, why doesn't Rebbe learn out from here the same thing? Rebbe will tell you, no, that's not what we learn from the, from the Lashon of Kiyiftach and Kiyifre. Hanu Mitzrich Tzrichi. We already said this was brought before regarding the double Lashon Kiyiftach, Kiyichre, that it's extra. We already explained before why it has to say both. Yeah, that's before in the previous daf. So, so that's, that there's no, uh, you can't learn out from there, this halacha, that the last person will be chayv. But Rabbanon, so the Gemara asks, if so, according to the Rabbanon, Nami Mitzrach Tzrichi, we already explained before in the previous daf why the Torah had to write both Kiyiftach and Kiyichre. So we can't learn out from this extra Kiyichre that only the last person will be chayv. Therefore, the Gemara says, We have a different source for the Rabbanon. Why the only, only one, only one person can be chayv, and that's the last person. Because Amakra, the Torah says, Kiyichre Ishpar, it uses the term Ish, an extra word. If the man digs a boy, why is it using this word Ish? That in a boy, if two people participated in digging the boy, only one of them is going to be chayv and not two. And it's the second person. The Gemara is going to say, why the second and not the first? But it's the second person that dug it, that extra tefach, he's going to be the one chayv. But Rabbi, but Rabbi says, no, we don't learn it. We can't learn it from this extra word, ish, because there's something else we learn from there. If a man digs a bar, if you allow your ox to dig a bar, then you're not going to be high for that. That's what we learn from there. It's a different limit. Rabbanon, why, how, how did the Rabbanon learn out this halacha that only one person's chayv? If you have to dashen that the shirt that digs, you'll not be chayv for that. Today, Ishbar Xir, but it says it twice in the Torah, because it says, Chayivtach Ishbar, and then it says, Oikiyichra Ishbar. So it says twice Ish. So we have two sources, two differently modem. But Rabbi, and Rabbi will say, no. You can't learn out from twice that it says Ish, because I did the Chasav Hai, Chasav Hai. Once it says the word Ish, when it says Kiyiftach, so it says it again by Kiyichra, but it's not a separate limud. So therefore they can both be Chayiv. If it's an injury that's caused by one digging nine and the other one digging the tenth, they're both going to be Chayiv. Okay, but now the Gemara asks, according to the Rabbanon that say that the last person is Chayiv, but how do you know the last? From the Pasuk I see that one is Chayiv, maybe it's the first. 
It's an injury. They both participated in digging the depth of the bar that causes the injury. So how do you know the l'chiyuv basra that we're being mechayev the last person? Maybe we should be mechayev the first person that did the ninth fachim. Says the Gemara, no, loisal kedaitach, you can't say this. Because the Amakra, the Pasuk there in the end says, that the mace belongs to him. So what, so what do we see from here? Since it says in the Pasuk of Eva, what it's saying is, the one that dog, that tenth tefach, which now changes the nature of this bird, it becomes a bird that can cause a, not only injury, but can cause death. That's the one that is responsible for the, anything that happens to the bird, whether injury, whether death. Because the Titus finishes off with the word, that indicates which one person is chayiv for what happens in this bird. Only the achren, the last person. This that's what you learn out from here. We learn out something else. We need that pasuk v'amesi to teach us the chiddush that Rav said. No, Rav, Rav said shar psulei amukdashin, a shar that's from pasul hektish. What does it mean pasul hektish? Rashi says, let's say like a bechayr that got a mum and it can't be brought on a mizbeach, or pasul hektish that got already redeemed from hektish. So it's such a kind of a behemah shenafel a bird that fell into a bear potter. You're going to be potter for the damages that happened. If it, if it died, you're potter. Because the Pasuk says, When are you chayiv? Only if the mace is yours. But over here, by this Psulia Magdashin, the mace is not yours, even after it's possible, but still. You can't, uh, you can't use it for whatever you want. It's not yours. That's the halacha over here by Psulia Magdashin. So therefore, over here, you're not going to be chayiv for this. Ash explains this is a unique chiddush specifically by Bayer. If it's a, a shayr that's hektish mamish, so then you put it by all Nazikin that we had earlier in the Masechta. You learn a shayre eyu and not shayre shal hektish. Over here the chiddush by bayr is even if it's psule amukdashin, still you're going to be potter if it falls into the bayr. So you learn out from vameisi yeloi a different limud. How could the Gemara be say that you learn out from here that the achrain that dog the tenth tefach he's the one that's going to be chayiv? So Amri they answered that you can learn out both. Isn't it automatic that you can learn this point as well? True, when the Torah writes, it's coming to teach you the Allah of Rav, that for P'sulei HaMikdash and Yipater, but from the context of the Pasik, it's automatically understood that it's the one that causes the Misa to happen in the bar, the one that dug the 10th Tafach, that's the one person that is responsible for the death and the injury. The whole bar now becomes his bar because he brought the, he changed the nature of the bar, he brought it to the level that it can cause Misa. He's the only one that's going to be Chayv. We learned one person dug the bar ten tefachim deep. The other person dug it another ten. Now it's twenty tefachim deep. A third person came along and dug another ten. Now it's thirty tefachim deep. So this price says they're all together going to be high for this. Now, but I'm you know, but I'll ask you a contradiction to this brayse. Another brayse it says person digs the bar ten tefachim deep. Now, another person comes along, it, and he plasters this bird, or the kid, or he, or he paints pictures in this bird. So, the last one is going to be Chayev. Now, Rashi explains, what is the last person adding by putting plaster or pictures in it? What happens is, by plastering it and so on, he's making the bird narrower. By the narrower the bird is, the animal that falls in, the more hevel there is, the more, there's less maneuvering room and it's darker in this bar, the more hevel there is and causes the animal to die. So over here in this b'raith, it says, 
So, so it's a contradiction. The previous price said that each, you have one person, they make dog at 10, dog at 20, 30, they're all chayev together. Here it says that the last one that added and caused more hevel, he's the one that's chayev. Says the Gemara, so we have a simple solution for this. and We have the opinion of Rebbe. So Rebbe says before that when you have one that dug at nine, the other one dug at ten. So they're like partners. They're all chayiv in this. And the other one is Rabbanon. The Rabbanon says that no, once the last person dug ten, so now he's the one that's going to be chayiv and no one else. So maybe we could say the two brises over here, one is Rebbe and one is Rabbanon. So the Gemara here has two interpretations for these two braises, and it's, no, we don't have to say one is Rabbi, one is Rabbanon. Omer Abzvid, Abzvid says, Both of these braises here are the Rabbanon. Now, at kan le'komri Rabbanon achren chayev, this that we learned before, that Rabbanon learned out from the Pasik v'hamesi yaloi, that the last one, that dug the tenth tefach, it now becomes his boy, and he's chayev, ela heichadulei ovet kameshir misa. That's over there in the case that Rabbanon was speaking about is the first person dug a bird of nine, which can't cause any death. And now the last person, he changed the nature of the bird. He now brought it to the level that it can cause death. Then I say, based on the limit of the Pasuk, that now the bird is attributed to the second person. He's the one that changed the whole nature of the bird that it can cause death. The case of the Braise here though was that the first person already dug it to the depth of 10. So it already could cause death. So and the second person brought it to 20 and another person to 30. He's not changing the nature of the bird. So I feel that Rabbana made it. will be made it. That they're all going to be chayev over here for the death that happens when an animal falls in. And v'ha sayid v'kayid. And then the other b'raisa where it says that the person came and plastered it or made pictures in it and he narrowed the, the depth of the bird. The ka'avid kama shir misa. Over there, the case is... Um, one second. So over there, the case is that the first person made a bar, which is a sheer misa. So the Gemara is asking, if he's saying that this is the, the opinion of the Rabbanon, that as long as the first person already dug the bar, that it could cause death. So then if the second person is adding to the depth of the bar, they're both together going to be chayiv. So if so, the same thing by the case where the second person came and added plaster. So the first person, the ka'avid kama sheer misa, the first person already dug the bird deep enough that it can cause death, the katani achren chayiv. And still when the second person comes and adds plaster, you're still saying that only the achren is chayiv. Why? According to the Rabbanon, he should be made in this case that they're both chayiv. So Amri, they explained, no, hasam by misa. The case in this b'raise is that the bird, the way the first person dug it was wide enough that the hevel in the bird, the, the, the fumes in the bird wasn't bad enough to cause death. The second person that added plaster into the bird, he narrowed the size of the bird and that causes more fumes. That's what causes less maneuvering room and that's why he's the one that changed the nature of the bird that it can cause death. So the second person's chayv. This is one pshat. Ikid Amri, others say that the pshat over here is the Amr Abzvid. Abzvid said the opposite is true. Ha vaha Rebbe. Both of these braises go according to Rebbe. And Rebbe says that when it comes to Nizakin, so then there is a shutfis in the one that dug nine, the one that dug the ten. Both are going to be chayv. So the fahach diktani kulan chayavin shaper. The Bryce that says that one dug 10, the second one brought it to 20, and then 30, they're all partners together, they're all chayv. That's exactly like Rebbe's opinion, that they're all partners. <coughs> When it says over here, when the person came and added plaster, and only the last person is chayiv, this bar was wide enough, the way the first person dug it, it was wide enough that it wouldn't cause not death and not any injury either. 
And the other person, when he came and added plaster into the boy, he narrowed it so much that because of his uh, his plaster, and now he caused it should be Hevel. So therefore, only the second person's high. Because he's the one that causes the whole thing. He, his narrowing of the bar causes both the possibility of death and Ezekiel. So here, Rabbi says that the last person's high. Omar Rav says also similar, another thing over here, when you have one person the dog and another person comes and adds to the depth of this bayr, so over here we're talking about a second person that comes and adds, not by digging the bayr a, a tefach deeper, but he adds to the depth of the bayr by placing a rock outside the bayr, which makes now the bayr higher. Someone that falls into the bayr will stand over the rock and then fall into the bayr. That's how it became deeper. That brought it to the depth of 10. So Rav says, it's the same machlaikis that we had before between Rabbi and the Rabbanon. Banu machlaikis, Rabbi and Rabbanon. Just like we said before regarding one that dug nine and the other one dug a tenth, that is a machlaikis, Rabbi and the Rabbanon, who we attribute this, uh, the, 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 uh, the damage in this bar to. The same thing over here, when you made the, you put a rock outside the bar, and so now it's higher, and therefore there's death, it's the same machlaikis. So the Gemara says, Pshita, isn't that obvious? Why would I think this is any difference if it's in, you dug deeper or you put a rock outside the bar? And says the Gemara, no, I would think to say, if a second person comes along and digs, digs it one tefach deeper, it's inside the bar. And inside the bar, over there, it causes more fumes by making it deeper. But if you're just adding a rack, and because, so therefore the one that's going to fall in steps over the rack and then falls in, that's what created the height. So you're not adding fumes to the bar. So maybe I would say that over here, the second person that added the depth of the bar by adding height, so he's not adding fumes, so maybe he should not be high for this. And the Machlekes of Rebbe and Rabbana does not apply here. Kamash Malon, that's why he's saying that no, in this case as well, by adding the height, the second person will be high. Boy, Rav asks what happened in the case of Tom Tefach Vesilek Avonov? What happens if, again, we're all talking about the same case over here, where one person dug the bar nine Tefachim. Now the second person came and dug the bar the tenth Tefach. So, oh, he dug the 10th tefach, he'll be chayef. Well, he'll be chayef for the misa, or for the nizakim. But he's chayef because he dug the 10th tefach. But what happens now, this person that dug the 10th tefach, he now filled back in that 10th tefach. Now it's 9th tefachim again, like the first person dug it. Or, like the case we just said before, he added a rock over there outside and it made it higher, but now he took away his rock. So, Maho, what's going to be the halacha? Now, the, the Rishayim here say this is a shayla according to the Chachamim only. So, Miyam Rinon, do we say, my da'ave, the tenth tefach that he dug, or that rock that he added there, shakle. So, even though by putting that tenth tefach, or, or that, that, that is digging that tenth tefach, or putting, putting that rock there, it now becomes your burr. You change the nature of the burr, so it becomes your burr. But whatever you did, you now removed. So, therefore, now it's not your burr anymore. It goes back to the first guy. He, he dug the ninth tefachim. Once you dug that 10th tefach, or you put that rock there, so now what the first person did there is, is gone. You not changed the nature of the bar. It became your bar. And once it becomes your bar, it's completely your bar. And even if you remove that rock or you fill it back in, it doesn't change. Once it's your bar, it's your bar. This is that's not answered. If you have a bird that's eight tefachim deep, and from these eight tefachim, two of it is water, you're going to be high for this, even though it's not ten tefachim deep. My time, why? Because a tefach of water is ketrei diyabosha. 
dummy. The hevel, it's it's worse. The fact that you fall into a place where there's water, it's it's harder for an animal that falls into maneuver itself, and this, and therefore, it, it's it's like this two, another two tefachim here, and therefore it'll be like it's ten tefachim deep. So Yibayilu, the question was asked: Did he say this dafka by eight tefachim, or maybe not? Bayer tisha. How about if it's a bayer that's nine tefachim? Umehen tefach. And there's only one tefach here of water. Ma, do I apply the same concept and say, do I say, maybe when do I say that water is equivalent like two tefachim, and it'll be like ten tefachim deep, that's if it, there's, a, there's at least two tefachim of water. But if there's one tefach of water, so then there's no hevel, the fumes or the, or the negativity of the, of the environment, the hevel really more generally means the, the negative environment in the bar does not exist by the just one tefach of water. That's too shallow. A similar child, the Gemara asks, Bar Shivov, you have a bar that's only seven Tvachim deep. And of that, of these seven Tvachim, you have three Tvachim of water. Maho, what do you say over here? So there's more water here, So is Behavla. So the environment of the bar, that it's partially water, makes it even worse. And therefore, even seven Tvachim, it's, it's like equivalent to ten Tvachim deep. Similar to what he said before regarding eight Tvachim. And you'll be high for this. Because it's so shallow, it's only seven tfachim, less behavla. No, so then there's no, you don't have that bad environment in the bar, and therefore you'll be potter. Take also remains unanswered. Again, this is going back to what we discussed before. When one person dug the bar, and he dug it ten tfachim deep, but now the other person came and, and widened this bar. What's going to be the halacha here? And now someone fell into the bar. So do I say that the second person that widened it caused his death or not? Amalei. So um, he answered, Rav Shezi answered, why should the second person that widened it be chayev? He only did something beneficial. He just minimized the, the, the bad environment and fumes in the bar by making it wider. He only makes it better. Amalei. So they told Rav Shezri, how could you answer this? Adarabe, on the contrary. By making it wider, he actually is making the, the possibility of damage more possible. Because the wider the bayer is, if someone's walking in the Rishos Rabim, and now the, the, the bayer is wider in his direction, so it's makarab the bayer to him to make it more probable that someone would fall in. So maybe the second person should be chayat. So therefore, the Gemara here gives two answers to this question. El Amar Ravashi, Ravashi said, Nechzi Anan, let's see, Iba Havle If we could see that the cause of the death for what fell into the boy was by the bad environment in the boy, so then, so we know that it's the Hevel, so the second person is not responsible because he didn't uh, add to the Hevel. Adarabe, he took away from the bad Hevel of the boy. But if we see that it's the impact that caused the death, by widening the bar, you only made it more possible that someone should fall in. So you will be chayef for that. The second person will be chayef. Others say the way to analyze this is actually different. You have to see more specifically if it's the second person that caused it. Because what Ravashi said is, let's see from which side the animal that fell in, from which side did he fall in? If from that side where you widened the bar, it fell in, so then you, you dug it in that direction, so you made it closer for this animal to fall in it. So If the animal falls in from the other side, so then it's, it's nothing to do with you, it fell, in, it, it fell in anyways from the other side. So by you broadening the bar, you just made less heavy in the bar. Okay, let's learn just one more piece over here. Itmer. What happens if you have a bar that its depth and its width is the same? 
So maybe in such a case, a bird that's wide and deep, the same amount, so maybe this can't damage. So Rabbi Rav Yosef Domri Tarvayu, they both said, and now this was said, Mishmei de Rabbi Bar Bachone, the Oma Mishmei de Rabmani, that said in the name of Rabmani, and that there was a machloikis here between Rabbi and Rav Yosef, what was said? Chadoma, one of them said, When it comes to the fumes, the bad environment in the bar, you always have the hevel in the bar that causes damage. Unless the width of the bar is more than the depth of the bar. So that means if the width and the depth are equal, there's, there, there, there's um, still bad fumes in the bar. Another opinion was, there is no hevel in the bar until the, the depth is, is uh, more than the width of the bar. Okay, so over here you have the machlekes, if the, if the depth and the width is equal, whether there's bad fumes in the bar or not.